Yes, I know what you think of me. You never shut up. Never shut up. Never Hello there. Welcome to Tuesday, February 6th, 2024. I'm your host, Rose Cress, and today we've pulled Rose Dover. Rose Dover is from Tori's 2014 album titled Unrepentant Geraldines. I love, love, love the promo she did for this and how we need to be unrepentant about things when we change our minds. But that's not what Rose Dover is about. Instead, Rose Dover is about throwing imagination away, throwing the childhood things we love away for this kind of more adult reality. In the song, she says, my reality was soon called make-believe, imagination's funeral killed by the teenage me. That sense that when we're teenagers we have to become really serious about things and we have to throw away like the fun and the joy and the you know the chaos of being a child. And in listening to this, this is not a song that I particularly enjoy. It feels kind of all over the place to me and so when I was meditating with it this morning I was like oh yeah well of course it's all over the place it's because it's very childlike like the actual song is childlike and it's you know not even movements it's just different tempos and and sounds and and that kind of going back and forth all over the place is very much how we are when we're children that one moment we're playing and one moment we're doing this and then we're on that and it's it's natural to be doing that it's natural to explore a world like that but then you know we're teenagers and we're getting ready to grow up and we're getting you know as she says you don't have to throw it away throw being a kid away just because you're growing up faster every day but there's that sense like yeah we do have to throw all of the childhood things away remember giving my you know packing my barbies up because i was like oh i'm too old to be playing with my barbies like i'm a kid i can't be playing with my barbies anymore that's still a sad memory for me like i never should have done that i gave them away though to somebody that needed them so they went to a better place but still there are days where i'm like what where are my barbie dolls and then some days i'm like maybe i should start collecting barbie dolls again not collecting them to like keep in the box but like collecting them to play with them because i really did enjoy dressing them up but that's besides the point I mean, it's not really besides the point, it's part of the point, but it's this sense of loss of fun. Now, there's this really interesting book that I got introduced to by a Dene woman uh, many years ago, and it's called Other Ways of Knowing, Recharting Our Future with Ageless Women, Wisdom, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> by John Broomfield. And this book, I'll just read a little blurb about it. This is a powerful exploration of diverse worldviews long ignored by the Western world that suggest possible solutions to environmental and social problems that face us in the next millennium. Now, one of the themes of this book is why when the white man came over to this continent, to Turtle Island, as it were, they encountered the people already living here, and they kept referring to them as the childlike savage. The childlike savage. I mean, the Christopher Columbus coins that term in his text, or his writings on the Taino people that he encounters. But you, it happens time and time again. And why were they called these childlike savages? What exactly was childlike about them? And the theory brought forth here is that they were childlike because here were people that talked to plants, that danced as adults, that had emotions, that wept freely, that laughed freely, that sang songs, that played with children, 
some of them painted their faces and and how they dressed was so different. And there's this sense, this the ways we interact with the world, the way we know the world around us. When you're Western and educated in a Western system, you have to throw your imagination away, like literally. It's time to stop playing games and go to school. Now you compare what the natives were doing and what their culture, how their culture was and, and how deeply connected their culture was to the environment. And you compare it with the people that were coming over at the time. I mean, some of those were coming from deeply religious communities where dancing was seen as a sin. And then here you have people that dance as an integral part of their culture. It's a part of celebrating the world. And they see this and it's just counter to what their experience is, that kind of shut down, closed off container that you have to live your life in. And, you know, like you need to stop doing that and go to school and learn all of this stuff and, you know, abide by the golden rule and, you know, shut down those dreams, etc., etc. And that still carries over into today's world. And you you start up in school like children. I work with little kids. Um, I've got those kids floating on their backs and I ask them to find fish on the ceiling. We don't have any fish on the ceiling, but you, you would love to hear like I've seen there's a purple giraffe up there. These kids are naming all of these things that they see on the ceiling. And I can tell you, I mean, I know if that was me as like a three-year-old doing that and seeing these things on the ceiling when I got older I'd be like hey whatever happened to the fish or the dogs that you had on the ceiling like they were never there but you know you ask them to find something and oh they're seeing it and pointing it out and all these amazing things up there to the point where parents are looking they're like what are my kids seeing well they're seeing the world that they want to see this imagination and Rose Dover is the invitation to let go to play and have fun again to start seeing the world you're surrounded surroundings, your interactions in other ways, not just blatant like, oh, these people are out to get me or, oh, stop being silly. You need to behave yourself because play is so important. And it's one thing that adults really don't engage in anymore. They hardly engage imagination. A lot of adult, I mean, look at how much money we spend on watching the imaginations of other people where we have our own imaginations. I love playing with little kids at work and I get to play with little kids all the time. My boss's granddaughter comes in and, you know, we were playing no toes in your nose and nose in your toes the other day in the water just because, you know, it's just fun or kick your feet really hard or, or chase or all of these things in the water. And I know that I am somebody who's able to let a lot of my inhibitions just go. I can drop them and I can step into these moments of playfulness and accents and silly dancing. And it's just easy for me. It comes so natural to me to do that. I think I didn't have a lot of that when I was a child because I was more concerned with caretaking those around me. So as an adult, to have the freedom to play is this really special treat. And that is why I love yoga. Because yoga enables, this gives me this really wonderful opportunity to play. 
I get to play. I get to play different poses. I get to play with my feelings. I get to experience the world from different angles. I get to see things from different angles. I get to do different things with my body that feel weird and fun and enjoyable. And sometimes it burns and sometimes it feels open. And sometimes I see lights and sometimes I smell, smell different things. And I was going to say smell sounds. And maybe sometimes I do smell sounds and I hear movements and all of these beautiful things. And it's this wonderful experience. And I think the more I do yoga, the more it frees me up to be in that playful state and not think about things. And by contrast, I work with teenagers. And some of the teenagers I work with are the most serious teenagers you ever met who, you know, they don't want to play. Are you kidding me? Play? Absolutely no way. So you're being called to play today. You're being called to make believe. You're being called to let go of adulthood as and seriousness, really, the seriousness of adulthood is a permanent situation and step back into your imagination. So I'd love to offer you two different ways to do this. The first way to do this would be to take child's pose or balasana and child's pose coming into all fours, hands and knees, and then on an exhale, gently pressing your hips back towards your heels. It's often a good idea to bring the knees wider apart than the hips and maybe the big toes are touching. This makes room for your abdomen so that you can breathe, makes room for breasts so that you can breathe. And then we release the forehead to the floor or we stack two hand, uh, fists on top of each other and rest the forehead on top or we let the arms rest out long and we just rest in this position. I like this position and often teach it in a class as an opportunity to start listening to your heart, where we return to the cave of your own heart and listen to the wisdom that your heart is offering. We listen to the wisdom that each beat is drumming forth within your life. And when we listen to the wisdom of the heart, we may feel called to start moving in other ways. We may feel called to start doing things. So that's a gentle way, and maybe that might be your way today to start experiencing other ways of knowing things. To maybe just soften into that position. Take yourself into a room by yourself. If you don't feel comfortable doing this around other people, it can be, you know, we're shutting off our eyes to the outside world. So for some of us, we don't like that. Some people really don't like child's pose in a room full of other people because you can't see what's going on. I understand that. So you can separate yourself, you know, go close the door. You can do this in your bed. You don't have to do it on the floor or in a yoga mat. You can do this in your bed but letting it be comfortable for you. Let it be a little challenging, but also let it be comfortable for you and invite that wisdom forth. Now, if you're feeling today like, well, you have a little bit more energy and like, you're like, I don't want to do child's pose. That sounds like really like relaxing and calming and I'm not feeling calm right now. I'm not ready to do that. I don't want to do that. Well, guess what? You don't have to do it. The other one I'd love to invite you into, well, there's so many options. I was thinking like, oh, sun salutations would be really good and it goes well with the changeability of the song. But as I'm going through this, I'm really called to ants in your pants. 
<laughs> and this is a little kid named it ants in your pants. We call it bouncing. As adults, we call it bouncing. We're very serious about it, and it's bouncing. And there's two different ways to bounce, and everybody always wants to do the qigong method of bouncing, which is both feet flat on the floor, feet are hip distance apart, and we bend the knees to kind of bounce at a decent rhythm. So you're bounce, 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 bounce. This is really good for moving lymphatic fluid and releasing, you know, emotions that are feeling caught up. It's a really nice practice. I love bouncing. You can do bouncing with me on YouTube. I've got a video about it. Everybody likes the Qigong version of bouncing. And oftentimes I demonstrate, in classes I demonstrate the yogic version of bouncing that I learned. Um, everyone laughs when I demonstrate because it, it looks crazy. And, and it is, it's nuts and so much fun. But basically you wiggle and move everything as much as you can in as many different directions all at once. And you put on a loud song and you move, move, move. I roast over, I don't know that that would be the song to do that kind of bouncing to, that kind of wiggling movement. I mean, you could try. It's not like a really good beat, but you know, I know a lot of um, Tory, well, there's a number of Tory fans that are Swifties. I'm not, I just, just not music that I like. Um, you know, Shake It Off is a good one. Or uh, how about my friends who love Florence and the Machine? Shake It Off is a good song for that. Lots of songs. You know what else is a really good song to do this wild bouncing to and to really cultivate that fun, colorful experience? That's right. You guessed it. It's time for your weekly Delight reference. Pop on Groove is in the Heart by Delight, the long version, not the radio edit, which would be missing the rap the long version and get your freak on right just wiggle and move and dance about like it, who cares if people are listening how many different movements instrumental movements can you make with your body as though your shoulder is playing one instrument and your booty is playing the bass and and your spine is playing the the slide whistle and so on and so forth have fun and be playful. Look at where play gets you, the having fun, the silliness of it. Because honestly, life is what you make of it. It's either going to be serious or it's going to be silly and you can have serious. Like I know a lot of people take yoga really serious. They're like, mm. and I can't stand to be teaching a class and I look out and everybody's like got this real intense forceful focus on their faces. They try and hold that balance pose. And anybody who's ever done yoga with me often knows that I crack jokes in yoga. And part of the reason that I crack jokes about things is to lighten the mood because we can't force ourselves into a pose. It's really the lightness of being that helps us with our yoga practice. And Rose Dover, it's so interesting that it's not a song that, you know, like at one moment it's a dirge and one moment, for me, it's a dirge, one moment it's light and playful. And I think that's, it's just funny that I'm like, well, no, pick a lane, Tori, pick a lane, Rose Dover, but I shouldn't be so bent over about Rose Dover. Haha, <laughs> I just made a joke there. That I don't like that, you know, I don't enjoy that. I'm, I think I'm learning to like really enjoy it. I've listened to it a whole bunch of times, but I think I'm really learning to enjoy the playful attitude that the song is, is bringing us. So go play, shake it out, shake it off. The groove is in your heart.
Y'all are crazy. The groove is in your heart. So go find that groove in your heart, be it through child's pose or just moving willy-nilly all over. And I will be seeing you tomorrow. Make sure you follow us on the socials, songsoftoriamus.com, songsoftoriamus on Instagram. You can follow me, Rose Cress, on Facebook and Instagram. I forget to mention a lot of times, but I'm one of the mods in the Yes Said Facebook group, so you're welcome to join that. Uh, send us, send me a message anytime you like. I love hearing from you guys. We love hearing from you guys. And stay tuned for tomorrow. Thanks so much. Bye.
Never Shut Up is a production of the Sideways Society. For more information and links to things mentioned on the show, please visit us online at songsoftoriamus.com. Yes, I know what you think of me. You never shut up.